This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words the Name Your Price tool to tell you that our humpback whale pub gives you options based on your budget or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive Northern Bobcat. The name your price to... <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports Update was brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save an average of $668. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. And now save up to $500 on select Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds, plus special financing on all Smart Beds, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. everybody party people welcome back to a new episode of fangirl talk hosted by me ali in today's episode of the podcast i'm talking with key about season one episode four of julie and the phantoms we also talk about what would happen if carrie found luke's journal ricky bowen and alex and willie's relationship so stay tuned to hear us discuss so i want to get to the episode so the opening scene the i got the music first of all i didn't really that wasn't one of my favorite songs but like now it's growing on me and i really like it yeah honestly i went live the other day and i think i was talking about jt randomly mm-hmm. and someone was like um i admit like honest with you uh i haven't seen i got the music <laughs> like i didn't watch it did you and just like skip like, it? You watch it you need to watch it so i did like, a long action of it yeah i skipped it like, for some reason, like, I would watch all the way up into the part where Nick, I think, shows up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. But, like, there's this two songs that I skipped. But I ended up watching it during that live stream. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Like, it just gave me, like, such high school musical vibes. Because everyone's doing the yeah. choreography. And I'm like, are they only hearing her singing? Where's the background noise coming from in this? And there's teachers involved singing, too. I know so I like, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. The first time I saw it, I thought it was weird. I was like, "Wait, is this happening, or is this in her head?" I was very confused. Yeah, I really, really like that hoodie she wore though in that episode, like that yeah. um, that red bobcat. I think it's like the school hoodie, but like I don't know why, it just looks super cool. Yeah, I think it's and the was, school's like, logo, but I think she customized it because honestly, like all her clothes is amazing and I think she'd like you know she draws on them and like she does all that so I think she did that so you would wear Julie's closet is what you're telling me yes <laughs> if you could <laughs> no I love it like 
I, I keep saying that in every episode, but like I love all her outfits so much. They're cool. I like the um. I wear a lot of camo a lot. I wear camo a lot anyways. Yeah. But like I wear camo a lot now. I'm just like, look at me. Coming <laughs> And then did you see? I saw a TikTok. It was somebody was saying that Nick needed somebody to open his locker, and when I watched the scene, you can see him open the locker and then close it after him. I didn't. I haven't seen that since that. Because, you know, so we watched that scene and, like, because there's always, like, you catch, usually the first time you watch a show or an episode, you get, like, the gist of it. That second time, you're just looking for those things that you missed. Yeah. And that time, you get, like, those small little things. Yeah, so, I, like, I missed a lot the first time I watched it. Yeah, I, when I rewatched it this morning, the episode, I noticed a lot of small things I didn't know before, and I was like, oh, 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 that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I did that too. And then the song, like, being in Julie's head, like, she gave her best friend a rap solo. And I love that. Yeah, yo, Flynn. <laughs> I just want to say Flynn deserves so much. I had this whole theory about Flynn, by the way. Oh, I have this whole theory about Flynn. If you Can want, you? yes, please. Sure, okay. So, um... It's through the lyrics of Flying Solo, how um, basically one of the lyrics I think Julie says is, um, you know who I'm liking way before I like them, duh, because you like them first. And uh-huh. At first I was like, wait, does that mean that Flynn has a crush on on Luke since Julie has a crush on Luke? And at first I was like, eh, maybe, and I was like, no. Well, I think what happens, I think that Flynn saw that her best friend was in the dumps and she couldn't do anything possible to get her out of the dumps. And she's grateful, extremely grateful for Luke for getting her out of that dump. So I feel like, like them, that. not in like a romantic sense, uh-huh. but in a sense that she's grateful that these three boys came into Julie's life and was able to change her and get her back into doing music because it seemed that like nothing else was coming through. Okay, I That's love that. That's my theory on that. No, I love that. I didn't even think about that. That thing was stuck in my head. Flynn deserves so much. She's yeah. so cool. Well, yeah, she went, like, she was with her throughout the whole losing her mom. And I don't even know how long they've been best friends for since Julie said that her and Carrie were best friends also. Like, I don't, yeah, I they never said. they've been said, friends forever. I remember the double trouble thing. Yeah. So I think they've been friends. I'm trying to remember. But, like, I don't I know. know if, like, they had that whole scene with double trouble where she's like, yeah, you've been friends for a while. It was some young age. They were like, yeah, we're going to be, like, a, a group band. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's what I'm saying, like, because she's known Carrie probably her whole life. Julie, too. So, like, was it, like, three best friends? I have no idea. I want to know more about Carrie. I know. I really I really Trevor. hope we get a season two so we can learn more about their story. I need I a season two. Happened. If not, I'm going to rock it off. If there's no season two, I'm going to rock it off with my theories. I'm gonna be like, so I'm upset. Gonna I'm gonna be so upset. I'm gonna cry like I've been crying for 25 years. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna cry. We're gonna keep crying for 25 years if it doesn't happen. Facts. Um, we're gonna cry all the time, every day. Yeah. Um, we're gonna go to our little Dutch spot. <laughs> okay, and then the part where Willie and Alex go to the museum. That's not my favorite scene, but I love when they hold hands. You love when they hold hands? Yeah, I, that honestly, hurts I'll cute. be honest, the, the whole reason why I started watching this show was because of Alex uh-huh. in particular. 
I saw it on Twitter, just little clips, clips and glimpses of it, and it really didn't pique my interest. I didn't really know that Kenny was in it, mm-hmm. was like dressing it or anything like that. What happened was, I saw the clip of the scene with Alex Luke and Reggie, uh-huh. where he's like, "Girls, am I right?" And Alex was like, "No." <laughs> I immediately watched it after that clip. I loved that scene between um, Lily and Alex. Maybe it's because of my Owen Joyner um, love interest, or maybe it's because of my Boo Boo Stewart love interest. Uh-huh. But those two <laughs> together, I was like, because ah. like Boo Boo Stewart, I loved him since Twilight. <laughs> yeah. And Owen, I think I started watching Owen when he was on the show called Night Squad on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. So I've had that crush on Boo Boo for forever as far as it's concerned but like them together i was just like ah, and i don't know why it was just so good to see um a kid's show portray an lgbt relationship as their friends we're gonna see how it takes it and two boys we don't know really sexuality yet but a boy can be a gay boy can be friends with another boy and just be chill and not have that whole you know yep i just found that to be so nice and alex getting like i feel like the one scene where um I pull to museum, mm-hmm. and Alex is like, "I think you just here to break the rules." <laughs> and at first, he's a little bit nervous, but he goes in with him. I feel like that's gay panic right there because Alex is just like, ah, "Okay, <laughs> I just, I just rock with it." Yeah. <laughs> no. He's smitten. <laughs> well, it's not even in this episode, but in the next episode, it's just cute. When they're, like, at the table, and then Luke, like, realizes that he has a crush on Willie. And he goes up to him. He's like, oh, you got a crush on Willie. It's so cute. Let me tell you, I don't, it it wouldn't have been hot dogs for me. But listen, I would have passed away (laughs) if I did what Alex did in the next episode. You mean, um, so I was thinking that you like, ah. I I love that part. No. It was so we're ta- cute. We're talking about your ability to play with Julie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm just going to go pass away now. Like, uh. If we want to talk about Bobby, Trevor. <laughs> so this Bobby. man is insane. I don't even know how like he pulled all that off. Because everyone in this, in this show is an idiot. <laughs> everyone doesn't have a single Rude. brain cell. I stand by that statement. There's so many red flags that any common person should have known. And some would be like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. I feel like the boys had the right to want Bobby, but I feel like they could have done a little better than what they yes. did. Um, like I made a TikTok like, the other day about, um, for those who are listening and don't know, I make, I'm a TikToker and I'm mostly known for making Julie the Fam TikToks. Uh, I made a TikTok saying if I could jump into the Julie and the Fam universe, the first thing I would do is I would beat up Alex's parents and I accepted him. I saw that and one. Someone, and someone said, you know what? Instead, I would actually go and beat up Trevor. And I'm like, Trevor, that's a whole different body, a whole different story. Yeah. He is going to get exposed for stealing a dead boy's songs. <laughs> and hopefully go to jail. Like, I'm not going to beat him up. Oh. I need the world to know what he did. <laughs> Did you see the theory that Bobby probably had something to do with killing the boys? Yes, I did. I heard that whole hot dog poison theory. I don't know how I feel about it. I just feel like the entire town is just stupid. (laughs) Um, I just don't understand how Bobby can get away with stealing all these songs. I had this question in my head the other day with the journal. 
Mm-hmm. It was yesterday I was thinking, because it was saying that, you know, uh, Bobby stole all of Luke's songs. How did Bobby get the journal if the journal was left in Julie's mom's studio, as far as I know? So that would mean that Bobby would have had to go to the studio. Why wouldn't he just, like, you know, hide the journal someplace better? I know, like, they had that box full of their stuff upstairs in the attic. Mm-hmm. But, like, <laughs> where did he get this? Where did he get the um the journal from? Luke has it now, but no, in the in between sense. time, was it just lying in the studio? Because if so, I'm pretty sure if Bobby wouldn't want any other trace to know, any other people to know, like Luke's book probably has some type of indication that it's his book. And if I was Bobby, and if I were to steal songs, I would make sure that the original person that stole the songs from, wherever I got it from, that original source is gone. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. They were not there. Well, I mean, he probably didn't think that they were going to come back ever, so he didn't even think about that. What happens if someone moves into the house? Let's say instead of playing the CD, Julie was to find the journal. True. And I always said this, I feel like Julie and the fans would be a lot more interesting. Not to say I don't love Julie, I do, absolutely. But imagine the twist if (laughs) Carrie was to find the disc instead. Yeah. And it was a joke about Carrie trying to, like, you know, get right and become a better person and do these boys right as the as the daughter of, the bo- of like, you know, the father that betrayed them all. I think that's so cool. That I think would that be, would be cool. Yeah, that would be, like, an interesting spinoff. Or, like, if somebody did oh, an AU. Yeah. So if you guys have Wattpad. AU? <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. I'm not saying that Julie's isn't dope. Like, I love Julie's the Phantoms. Madison Reyes killed it literally. I was just thinking about like what would happen if different characters were to find it. Like I thought about what happened if Nick were to find it and everybody Ooh. else. <laughs> it would just be fun. But yeah, I don't know. Bobby's just so. I don't understand how you can steal all those songs. Like, how can you just steal a song called My Name is Luke? And no one to question it. I know he changed his name, but there must be somebody who knows that Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Everyone can't forget he had a name change. That's true, and I didn't even think about that until now. Like, and no Luke's one finds parents. it strange that in, in the song it probably just relates to Luke. Yeah. Well, like Luke's parents. Yeah, Luke's parents. What if That's another thing. I can't wait till he gets heard. Because Luke's parents. Well, I don't know if they've ever heard the song. Like, wouldn't they be like, isn't that our son? Like, that sounds like something, they probably, you know. They, I feel like Luke's parents know. I definitely feel like Luke's parents would know that Bobby is Trevor. But here's the thing with Luke's parents, which I'm totally, like, ready for. Yeah. <laughs> There's a season two. I'm totally prepared and ready for a scene where um, one of their friends comes up to them and computer like, hey, um... I think this is your son trending on YouTube. Yeah, I know, your dad's son. Oh completely. my god, yeah. And then being like, isn't that that girl that came in the Us and Yeah, I thought about that like, too. Somebody must have been like, hey, like, um, like, hey, Emily. Like, I know people are just like, oh, they're adults, so they're not tech savvy. They're all adults who are extremely tech savvy. Yeah. So I feel like them or their friends would be like, question here. I don't know how no one notices a band coming back to life like that. Yeah, because even in episode one, when they were outside of the Orpheum, um, Reggie gives his shirt to, like, two random fans outside waiting for them. 
Yeah, because that's the thing. People always debate whether Sunset Curve was big or small. I think they're medium. Because first of all, they were playing sold-out shows. Yeah. And as far as we know, the Orpheum is a big venue to play. They sold out the Orpheum. If they could sell out the Orpheum, and the Orpheum is the same place that was, that was um, what was the band that was playing it? Um, Panic at the Disco? Oh, yeah. They must have some traction. But how does nobody notice that like, all right, we're back to life, and we're doing good. Yeah, I thought that there was weird. There must be some kids in that school that made you listen to them or something. Like, I don't know. It's just, or even their parents like so who introduced weird. them yeah. to the music. Definitely. I just don't understand. So many loopholes, so many potholes, so many things to think about. If I don't get a season two, I'm going to come back because I need answers. I was going to say, but hopefully we get a season two and we get some answers, some type of answers. Netflix, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> Do it. Um, yeah, so then them just haunting Trevor was hilarious. Because it wasn't even, like, a haunting. It was just, like, playing the music, stopping the music, blowing out the candles. And I was like, what is this? Yeah, it's, like, PG-rated haunting. Yeah. I feel like if if, if Julie the Phantoms was a PG-13-rated show, it would have been a little different than the haunting. True. I just like the one scene where Alex was like, this is my first time haunting someone. (laughs) I want to make it special. (laughs) Alex is so relatable. I love him. Oh, and the mooning? The mooning? I was like, the, like why? Guys? They're like, it's not, it's not for him. It's for us. <laughs> like, why? I don't understand. Um, I'm just glad they played it cool, though. When Julie, um, when Julie and Flynn when, just went to Trevor's house and they were dealing with Carrie and Nick. Yeah. I don't know why that's such the stereotype, because this is the trope of, of, shows with like shows and movies for kids where the mean girl always has the boy that the main character likes and eventually the boy's gonna be like no way you're a jerk <laughs> and they try to go for the main character but she's already taken a phone from somebody else that's always a trope i can't tell you how many disney movies i'm just like yeah yeah that's true mm-hmm. well i'm thinking I just... of how to build a better boy right now <laughs> Or, like, well, I was thinking about High School Musical where the main girl didn't get the boy. Oh. Yeah. That's a twist. But then I like that in Julie and the Phantoms, Nick is, like, actually a nice guy who, after when he broke up with Carrie, then goes to Julie. That's what usually happens, though. Like, it's always a nice guy that's dating a mean girl who's you and the guy is always on some type of sports team he's always like a quarterback oh yeah he's definitely like a, a jock yeah so first of all i feel so bad for nick people hate on nick so much i think <laughs> nick is nice i love nick i just think that people just hate him so much because he's like cause people are just like you're in the way between juke yep i think nick is fine i like nick. nick is really really sweet I just, there's three things about Nick that makes me laugh, though. Uh, first, the fedora hats. Second, oh my God. Um, every single time Julie, <laughs> every single time Julie in, in the band plays, he does this. <laughs> just like the Oh, yeah, he's rocking out in the back. <laughs> and then the turn, when he gets picked up by Caleb. Just the, that is the funniest the thing ever. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. this one. No. <laughs> I, he's so nice. It's so funny. But, like, and then Sasha, on the other hand, love Sasha so much, too. Sasha is so dope. And then I hope he gets a number in season two. Yes, deserve it. 
Yeah. I feel so bad because like a really big, big Sasha scene I skipped. It was Perfect Harmony. Um, I know I'm like <laughs> no. beginning and the end. Here's the thing why though. I skipped it at first. I didn't go back and watch it. I skipped it because I didn't notice who Luke was. Uh-huh. For some reason, like, I didn't see what Charlie looked like outside the show when he normally had his long hair. Mm-hmm. So, seeing someone with twist back hair and not the usual hair he has, I thought it was some random boy that she was dancing with. Uh-huh. I was like, no. But I came back and watched it, and I absolutely loved it. It was very, very beautiful. But Nick, sweetie, I feel so bad for you. You waited too long. Sis. I know. You gotta compete for a dead boy with mommy issues now who can play guitar. I don't know how you're gonna go up against it. Like, I don't. I can't. That's funny. I always call Luke Ricky Bowen, like from high school. Oh my god, I love A lot, but dead. That's our command. He's Ricky Bowen, but dead. But dead and with fans who were together. Like, it's that same issue of I play guitar and that's so cool, but I have mommy issues. Even though Emily, I don't judge as a mom. Vicky's mom sucks. Yeah, she does. That lady is something else. But Emily obviously was a good mother. They just didn't like their son's choice to be in a band. Yeah, I feel feel bad for Mitch. I almost said Mike because Mike, Luke's dad. Because for Mitch, he just came home one day to find his wife crying in the street and his son is gone. (laughs) Next thing you know, like... The ambulance is pulling up or whatever, or the police car. Yeah, that was super sad. And he, like, his relationship with Luke was probably completely different from his mom's, too. But it probably wasn't that bad. It was still probably terrible to come home and then your son just is gone. Yeah, I made one of my most first uh, viral videos that weren't, on TikTok with Julian and Phantoms was was a theory that I had that um one day Luke is gonna come in to you know how you, you know how he like goes to visit his parents sometimes. He's gonna yeah. go to visit his parents during his birthday one day to find only his dad with a cake blowing up the candles. And he's gonna question where his mom is. He's gonna feel his mom on his shoulder. <gasps> Turns out his mom died, became a ghost because her unfinished business was to make it right with Luke. They hug, and there goes her unfinished business. They go inside, and they all blow out the candles together with Mitch. That's gonna be worse. People are gonna be crying so much more with this than unsaid Emily. <laughs> that video, I think, got, oh I don't even God. know, I think got 10K likes. I don't know. It was something. I know it was above 1,000, but yeah. like, everyone was like, oh my God, yeah. you're making me cry. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> my brain just like goes immediately into like, Sad thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I feel like maybe if we get like another season or two or however many seasons we can get, I think that yeah. should be like the last episode. Yeah, but eventually we're gonna have to unfortunately have a scene where they're gonna have to say goodbye to Julie mm-hmm. when they eventually pass on, which is gonna wreck me. Well, I thought I didn't know how this season. Because everyone's like, they'll come back to life. Yeah. If they came back to life, how would that work? Let's be. I, I know don't it's a know. Kid show, yeah. But realistically, I think the government's gonna take them away, and they're gonna front. Wait, they're gonna be like, wait, this. You're telling me that this girl randomly brought this dead boy band back to life? All right, we're taking her too. <laughs> like, we need to figure out how y'all communicate with yeah. them and all that. I don't know. We definitely need answers for that. <laughs> Especially yeah, when I feel like TikTok. 
I feel like TikTok is like writing so many different plots for Julian the fans that Netflix can just hop on. Like, all right, yep. yeah, we can use this. You can use this. They got plenty of ideas. Now we need a season two. So. <laughs> yes, we need a season two. I need a season three. I need at least four seasons. Yeah. Four seasons and I'll be happy. <laughs> So we can get some answers. Yeah, that's what. Usually, I don't watch shows if it if it isn't past its first season yet, specifically for the fact that I hate being left on cliffhangers. Yeah. But you and the fandoms, I ignored that rule. The last show I ignored that rule with, it got canceled. <laughs> so I'm hoping this isn't a repeat. Yeah, I hate when that happens, especially like a lot of shows that I like are dystopian. Those usually get canceled, and I hate myself for watching them, but I love them, so it hurts. Yeah, now I just watch Netflix or Hulu or some type of streaming service. The only, the only like TV show channel I watch was CW. Mm-hmm. I watched it for Arrow, that mm-hmm. ended. Flash, I'm like two seasons behind, and I just watch like all the stupid old stuff. And then I just, Supernatural, like the last show I stayed on watching there for, mm-hmm. it's a whiff though. Have you ever now seen I'm The Hundred? Like, the hundred no people keep telling me that's to literally my favorite show <laughs> i'll check it out okay i'll check it out it's so good i love it because it's like it actually has like really cool life lessons in it it's on netflix yeah all seven seasons but okay. i'll watch it i'll watch it today and if i like it you'll see me make a whole bunch of memes <laughs> and videos about it okay i only have two more things on my list that i want to talk about one is Flynn DJing at the dance. It's so her, and I love it. Yeah, I love I love that episode mostly because of Flynn's personality. We got to see more open up, open up more. She was super funny, super sweet. Um, yeah, we also got to see a little bit tabbit of Sasha, not Sasha, that's Nick, which I thought was super cool. Um, but yeah, I loved Flynn's personality out there. I thought it was super dope, super. I loved her DJing. She seems so cool. Like I like a, Flynn has cool style too. Like I love yes. her style. Her outfits are on point too. Well, all of them are on point. <laughs> Always. And then the very last thing I have is the Hollywood Ghost Club. We don't get much into it in this episode, but the Hollywood Ghost Club. Uh, okay, first I just want to say, um, <laughs> Will I feel like Willie should have known better. Yeah. I really feel like he should have I feel like he should have known that Caleb first I don't know about you, I'm not trusting any dude that with the top hat. <laughs> um the way he was acting so so nervous just to confirm that it was okay that the boys were there in the first place is a really big red flag. Yeah. Because he's like pacing me like, okay, just say that it's okay for um if it's okay that the boys are here. And I don't know. I just, I just wouldn't trust Caleb. I don't. I just feel like Louis should have known better. I don't know. I, I, I feel like he just did it just to make Alex happy. But it's <laughs> just like I don't know. Yeah. I feel like he should have done it. I was really upset when we found out like everything that obviously happens with Caleb and the stamp and everything. Yeah. And I was like, Willie, how could you? So I was like really upset with him. Over that. I wonder how, yeah, I wonder how Willie got warped into working with Kim. I feel like Willie, I know like he owns the soul, but I want to know what happened there. Yeah. Well, he talks a little bit about 
um, I go, well, I don't know, I guess, I don't know how they met, but then after, of course, I guess the partying and, like, skating everywhere, yeah, probably yeah. the world, you know, so he yeah, was like, yeah, sure, was like, why not? Yeah, I remember he was threatening, uh, yeah, I think I, then this is when Willie was being really sneaky and, like, you know, just looking at places. Yeah. And just sneaking and looking at Alex and Luke and Reggie. And then he was running away and then he got caught by Caleb and he's like, don't make me, you know, like, you know, we have all these privileges. Don't make me revoke them. Yeah. That was scary, too. I just don't understand. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't get it. I feel so bad for Willie. Cause I truly want to know. At first, I was just like, "Oh, you know, it's not Willie's really fault." Now I'm something more and more about it, and I'm questioning that. Why did Willie think this was going to end well? First of all, his laugh when he was walking up that staircase was creepy. <laughs> Caleb's laugh. Yeah. Walking up the staircase, I was like, "Okay, yeah, he's evil. This isn't going to end well." But yeah. The boys seemed really like. First of all, they cut in time way too close. I think the dance was at nine, right? Yeah. And then Willie said, "Meet them at eight. I know they can poof in and out of the places, but that hour time slot, I wouldn't have trusted it. Yeah. They could have waited another day to get back at to get back at. Um, I know. I was pissed at that. I was like, y'all couldn't like I like this is. He already did what he did. You could have waited another day. You know, like you knew it was important for Julie. Yeah, I understand why why uh, Luke was was pissed off. Like I definitely get it. Yeah. I'll be pissed too if I die and someone stole my songs. <laughs> but like, I would wait another day and focus on the band. Yeah. On that one gig. Next day, now I just went. All right, time to hunt him. Like for real, for real. I have time today. I'm not leaving anything at risk. Because, you know, Julie kept on saying, you know, I wasn't sure about it either. There's going to be a lot of people there. Don't disappoint me. So just, like, especially, you know, plus, you know, the chill of me and girls going to be there. So I have to do this, right? Yeah. It was just, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Caleb, theory for season two. Bobby doesn't want to admit to his mistakes. And he starts working with Caleb to get rid the boy. Whoa. <gasps> Did you see? I saw a theory that was saying that, well, Bobby obviously had something to do with the boy's death. But I saw another one that was about him visiting the Hollywood Ghost Club. Bobby visiting the Hollywood Ghost Club? Yeah. Like, he's part of it. Yeah, cause I remember, like, I think they were saying that you don't even know it's there, like, it's invite only. I feel like with Bobby's status, he would probably have an invite. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. And now save up to $500 on select Sleep Number 360 smart beds, plus special financing on all smart beds, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Yeah, I yeah. feel like the rich people of L.A. would definitely go to <laughs> a club of ghosts. <laughs> yeah. But, like, what if one day, like, he was just at the club, you know, hanging out, and then, like, the boys perform? Yeah, I don't know. It's just... I don't know. 
they would just he would freak out. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like he eventually had to see the boys. Eventually had to know what was going on. Um. Yeah, it's just <laughs> we need answers. That's what we yeah, need. I need Everything I have, unless you want to add anything else. I do have something I want to point out. Okay. With Willie, with Willie and um Alex, I feel like especially I feel like since Alex struggled with anxiety, I feel like it was nice for Willie to be there just kind of help him through his ghosty issues. So that scene where like they're picking up the bench together and all that, I was just like, oh, trying to like get him to scream out his issues or whatever. I feel like that scream scene was literally just Boone Owen, <laughs> just mm-hmm. like ah, just like screaming it out. But yeah, that's how I feel about that subject. I'm not sure how you feel about that subject. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was super funny and super cute. Yeah, I like. I mean, again, that scene wasn't my favorite because I just felt like it was a little bit cringy. But well, this whole episode like wasn't my favorite, but like. Rewatching it, there's a bunch of small little scenes that I did love. I have a question for you. I have two questions for you. Okay. What's the what's your favorite song? <laughs> See, this is hard because I love like literally all of them, but I think right okay, now I'm it easy. it's Edge of Great. Still. Edge of Great. Okay. Yeah. What was the first song that resonated you? Because for me, the first song I really like rock with was flying solo uh-huh that was the first song where i was like okay okay now it's like this is this is gonna be my song um i don't know why i just i think i just like the beginning beat of it mm-hmm. you know that and i'm just like oh this is nice <laughs> it's wonderful now i just want to but i do listen to i got the music like i have it in my head i just really do this but i got the music uh-huh and i do the dance that the cast does I tried doing that dance for a TikTok. It took me like an hour to learn it, and I eventually didn't do it because I suck. I'm, <laughs> I'm uncoordinated. Same. I can't. So like, that's why I don't do any of the dances. Like, I can do little dances, but that, for some reason, like, just the memory of it, in the, in, it was so fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, for me, I don't know, because the first time I watched it... I kind of, like, wasn't paying attention. 
So, like, I was okay. watching it, but it wasn't, like, connecting everything. So, like, <laughs> after I, like, rewatched it, it would it's either wake up or stand tall. Which is, like, wake up, yeah. all the way. Opposite. A lot of people talk about wake up. I feel like wake up, at first, I was just like, this is a good song. Mm-hmm. And later, it started resonating with me. And, like, wake up is as powerful as unto that moment. Yeah. Like, just the lyrics of it alone. Um, Madison killed it. Yeah. It was so great. I love listening to Wake Up Now. Um, I have a co-worker of mine, mm-hmm. my man. She loves Julie the Phantoms. <laughs> Uh-huh. So we'll like blast it in the still, and it's like great. And we'll blast like flying solo and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, same thing with uh, the side of Hollywood. At first, I didn't like it, but now I'm like always listening to the other side of Hollywood. Yeah, maybe it was... it's my crush on <laughs> Cheyenne Jackson. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure if I pronounce his name right. Yeah, I think that's his name. I don't know. Maybe it's my crush I have on him, but like <laughs> I always. Listen to that song now. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I love all the songs, but, like, at first, again, most of them, I was just like, they're, like, they're good. But there was a few songs that I would just, like, skip over and over. Like, um, Wow. That one wasn't my favorite. Wow. Um, the Other Side of Hollywood. Oh, I forgot. Okay, Carrie's. I feel, I'm oh. Just, I'm like, what's Wow? Now like, yeah. Carrie's music I'm now getting into. Um... What's that other? What's that song that she that she? Always on um, me. Yeah, that, that one song I did I love. I did not like in the beginning, <laughs> but I love it now. And I just be like in my kitchen, like I'll be cooking, and I and I just like be doing Owen dances mm-hmm. halfway through. The Wow one, I watched it once. I, <laughs> I haven't listened to it since. I think it's a good song. I just my brain just doesn't sit. Like there's yeah. some songs where I just cannot physically get through it without having to unfortunately skip it. I don't know why my brain is just like, okay, time to move on to the next yeah. one. Playing playing Julie and the Phantoms on shuffle is a dangerous thing. I was listening to Now or Never and I was bumping out having a great mm-hmm. time. Next song, Unsit Emily. <laughs> I was like Alright, I wasn't having a great time to wallowing now. <laughs> Yeah. Until Emily was like the first song in a while to make me ugly cry. Uh-huh. I don't really ugly cry the song. The last song I really ugly cried to was I was watching Hamilton, and it was um, it's Quiet Uptown. Mm-hmm. Ugly cried to that. I haven't ugly cried to a song since a month. <laughs> Until Emily comes on, I am fine the entire time. I'm fine. The moment the parents see the lights, I'm bowling. <laughs> My coworker, who I told her to go watch Julie the Phantoms, calls me one day because she's like bawling her eyes out. Said Emily, like I have work in the morning, but I can't stop crying. I'm like, I know. I should have warned you about that. Warned to bring tissues. Yeah, my little cousin. I told them to watch it, and she finally finished watching it. And like she texted me when it ended. She was like, "It's gonna end like that, just like that." And I was like, "Yes." Yeah, that's how cliffhangers work. Because I feel like if they were to resolve everything, that people wouldn't want to be really wanting wanting a season two like that. There has to be something big yeah. cliffhanger. People would be like, oh, man, what's going to happen now? So I think if Julie and the fans were to end, were to end in that first, in that last episode of the boys getting their stance rude and them all hugging, and then just, like, fade to black, it would have been like, oh, Oh, wait, actually, it did end it that way. Oh, no, it did, because Luke's... I mean, Nick's thing. 
Yeah. I feel like if it ended like that, we would have been like, oh, okay, so everything's happy with them, are they good? Yeah, we would have been, then, like, a little confused about what happened, but we wouldn't be, like, excited yeah. for another season. Yeah, I would have questioned what happened with Caleb alive. They had that last scene. Yeah. With Nick. I was questioning why didn't Caleb go for Nick sooner, sooner than later, because I felt like, not, I mean, I mean, Julie, not, not Nick, because <laughs> this whole thing really was all around Julie and the boys. I feel like if Caleb was to, like, take Julie in episode four or five, I forgot which episode. Whatever episode, like, Caleb becomes a thing and knows about Julie, if he were to take her right there and there, and be like, all right, listen, guys, join it, or she becomes a ghost. Oh, that's true. Well, I guess he didn't think about maybe how important she was to them until after. Yeah, because I, like I feel like if Caleb was, was to insert himself, I had this funny guy going on, but I feel like Luke would not care uh-huh. <laughs> when he finds out that Nick got possessed. He'll be like, oh, he's possessed? Too bad. Anyway, so, <laughs> Julie, I guess you gotta... That's what I'm gonna do now, like... <laughs> I love how I love how like Flynn's little comments about about Luke, like he's dead, yeah, and all that other little comments. Just like oh gosh. <laughs> oh yeah, like he's cute air. Yeah, he's cute air. Like is she just like boy? She's just like listen, she's dead. Like I don't know what you're trying to get out of the relationship. But like yeah, I want to know what. So there's a theory that like Luke basically fell in love with Julie once she walked past him in that prison. <gasps> yeah, uh-huh. Well, I want to know if that's true. I think I think Charlie said that, too. I'm not sure. Don't count me on that. If that, that's true, I want to know what Alex felt when he was walking through Carrie. <gasps> yes, okay, so, like, I feel like when somebody walks through them or they walk through somebody, they can, like, feel their emotions or something like that. I don't know, or Something like that, because when Ray walked through Reggie, he was like, oh, somehow I can tell that he's a good person. Oh, I love Yeah, Ray. so... They're so cute. I feel like when Alex walked through Carrie, he got, like, some sass into him. Yeah. Like, not that he wasn't already sassy, but, like, you know, he got the Carrie sass. Yeah, I want to know what happened with Carrie. Because a lot of her songs is like, oh, I'm rich and I'm famous and I'm beautiful and... <laughs> Pay attention to me. Everyone pay attention to me. That's great. That's great. That's cool. Um, I have a lot of talent. And that's why, like, Carrie's songs don't sing me that much because mm-hmm. I hate and stuff like that. We're just like, I don't like listening to songs where they're, like, bratty like that. Like, I have a car and uh-huh. I have three dollars. Oh, yeah. Same. That's just not my cup of tea. Um, like, my favorite artist is Alec Benjamin, and his songs always have some type of, like, meaning into it. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I will, I will listen to some <laughs> dumb songs with no context to it sometimes. But a lot of times the songs do I like to have like to have some type of message. But yeah, it's just Carrie's I just wanna know what's going on with Carrie, what happened between her and Julie. Yeah, yeah, same. You know, like she was like, you know, um she decided to upstage me with this whole band thing out of nowhere. And it's just like Yeah. Well I just saw a TikTok. I don't think I saved it. But if I did, I'll probably send it to you. It was basically okay. saying that um, I, th- I feel like Carrie's like a little bit jealous of Julie because, Definitely. for instance, like Julie lost her mom, right? 
and mm-hmm. she got to stay in the music program for a year without having mm-hmm. to sing or play a note or anything. Carrie also doesn't have a mom, right? Yeah. So, like, probably Rose was another mom figure, and she probably mourned, you know, Rose for a while, but she didn't get, like, anything like like Julie, you know? She was still, like, yeah. working with probably on music and, like, doing everything. And I feel yeah. like she was, you know, jealous that she did yeah. get some sort of, like, special treatment. Yeah, I feel like she had Video Girl Syndrome. Uh-huh. By, like, this is the Jones had a song called Video Girl. And I don't know why, but it just reminds me of Carrie. Like, they're always preppy and thinking, like, oh, I'm in the spotlight. And that's uh-huh. great. And I can get anywhere and do anything. And I feel like Carrie definitely has a deeper personality. Yeah. That is a lot sweeter and a lot kinder. It just that I think she's acting mean because she feels like if I'm mean and rough and tough, no one will want to mess with me. Yeah. Well, I love the end where I I was like, this girl better stand up. Like, when they finished performing, yeah, I was like, she yeah. better get up. Like, she knows it's a good song. She knows Julie did amazing. And then, like, as she's yeah, slowly, slowly rising up, I was like, yes. I was like, that's yeah, At first, I like, I shut that face. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, that, that shock face and the smile. And Trevor, meanwhile, looks like he's about to, like, lose his mind. Next time, he's like, ah, I can't. Yeah, I definitely feel like Carrie. I just want to know why Carrie acts the way she does. I truly feel like deep down, Carrie is not a bad person. Yeah. I just feel like for whatever reason, she acts like she has this outer tougher tougher shell for protection. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she would benefit a lot hanging with the boys too. Oh yeah. Have you seen any of Taylor um, Taylor's TikToks? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm trying to follow a lot of TikTokers. Um, I only know people by their names. I would like know I would know like by their faces. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll send you one of her TikToks. She's one of my favorite. Basically, she does like a point of view. Of first of all, she looks exactly like Jeremy, so she's playing um a character, Cameron, as Reggie's like little sister. What's her at? <laughs> Look her up. What's Taylor dot. E-S-P-O. And, like, she has a whole series of that. And it's wow, the she's... cutest thing ever. Okay, I just follow her. Yeah. I just follow her. I'll, yeah, I'll check her out later. She's yeah. dope. I haven't seen it. Like, I'm trying to watch a lot more like, gauge features mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think the first... I showed my family Julie the fan, but only a little clip. It was... I was... It was in my sister's apartment. And I was watching uh, the scene of um, this band is back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my parents were going to be like, what is this whack thing that you're watching? And I'm like halfway, like, being like, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> first of all, I, love, I watched Adventure Time when I was a kid. I did not know I that love... Jeremy voiced it. Same. But like, ever since I learned that, I had like, such a personal connection with Jeremy. Same. Um, I was so, like, like, he I was, was my just, childhood, like, was and how did I not know that? Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I like, um, I like Reggie Jam. I think it's a good song. I like at the end, you can just hear. I think it's either uh, Owen or I think it's either Owen or Charlie. I think it's Charlie. And all you hear is 
I can't scat. <laughs> like, if you listen to the recording of it, mm-hmm. and all you hear is, I can't scat. Just like, yeah, I loved it. I tried watching, I tried showing so many people Julie and the Phantoms. I watched three-year-olds, I tried showing it to her. I thought, but now and never would get her a beat, because it's uh-huh. a really upbeat song. I thought she would get really into it. She was like, no, no, put, put back on Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh my put back God. on Barney. Yeah, I... I, mean, I was like, basically forced. Nice. I'm like, look at them. They're jumping and singing. I basically forced my like, sister no. to watch it. I was like, hey, what do you want to watch? And she was like, I don't know. And I was like, okay, well, let's watch some Julian Phantoms. And then I played, I don't know what episode we started on, but she was a little confused because she didn't watch it from the beginning. And then, like, a couple days later, I was like, hey, let's finish this one. And then I started from the beginning. She was like, oh, I get it now. And, like, she actually liked it. Okay. <laughs> A lot of people just like, I don't want to watch you in the frame because the kids show. It's really funny because I somehow, because like in the 20s, yeah. not my 20s. So I was like, oh, this is the thing. It, it's okay. It's cool. So I started content. And I was just like, it's funny how a lot of people are like literally like in their 20s, not the target audience for this show at yeah. all. And we're out here showing up, we're getting the books, we're getting merch. We're getting, like, <laughs> I got everything. the book. And I just think that's super cool. I think the message of this show is super important. Yeah. I didn't get the book yet. I wasn't sure if I wanted to get not. I really wasn't sure what was in it. But I might get it. I might. I might get it for a birthday present. Because yeah. my birthday is coming up. So, um, I heard it's ba- Well, I haven't started reading it. But I heard it's basically like the show. But, like, it has different point of views from, like, everybody. Yeah. So, I'm excited yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. I'll check it out, hopefully. I did go through the chapters, and then I, there's only one Reggie chapter, I, and I'm upset. He is so underrated. Like, we had that whole storyline about Luke and his parents. We had the whole storyline about Alex and him, like, you know, becoming friends with Willie. We had nothing for Reggie. I know. I'm upset. But, like, Reggie's relationship with Ray, which I found super super sweet oh yeah that was really i think that his parents were fighting all the time yeah he just needed like a parental figure and ray was like the first parental figure he could last year i feel like he's a little bit jealous of how ray is so in tune with julie and her emotions and i feel like reggie didn't have that so he's definitely like in tune with ray yeah if ray can eventually see reggie i need like a scene of them (laughs) together I need it. Yeah, their relationship is really cute. That is one thing I really loved. But I hope we get more Reggie in season two. I really hope so, too. I want to know more. Are their parents really gone? I know his house turned into a bike shop. Yeah. But they probably, like, moved or something. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, Luke's parents... First of all, how are you going to tell me that three of those boys, all of them are only children? Are you talking about nobody yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Taylor's, oh my god. I hope Reggie has like a little sister or something because Taylor got me thinking with her TikToks and I'm like, he, like, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, like, I have, yeah, like, I have a series where uh, it's, his name is Storm and he's um, Flynn's older brother, mm-hmm. like just by a year older, who can see ghosts. <laughs> like the whole entire series is either like Storm talking with Reggie or Storm dealing with Caleb because Caleb uh-huh. knows that he can talk to ghosts, so he's actively trying to be like, "No, join my club, work for me," you know, all that type of jazz. Uh-huh. 
And yeah, it's just like, I love people's POVs are so interesting. I loved how like when I was, my first time making POVs, my first year on TikTok, I was making POVs for show Criminal Minds. And the POVs was like, you know, just the normal POVs back then, which just like, just the subtitles, and that was it, uh-huh. and the captions. But now with like the editing season, it's like so creative for people to do with that. I feel like just Julie and the Fam just way too important to let go. I feel like there's so many things about that show. Yeah. It's way too important to let go. It's very rare to have a uh, kid show that has two women of color leading it, to have a character that's LGBT and not have to do the usual shuffle of, oh, I need to come out. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Alex may not have had a good, had an accepting family, but he's found one who loves him for who he is. Yes. I love the the showing of Alex's anxiety for kids who struggle with it so they can see that, hey, you know, it's not just me. This is the thing that can happen, and I'm going to deal with it. Um, I love the idea of how they show with kids dealing with parents' deaths and them struggling, and also the idea of um, kids who are struggling to connect with their parents, as Luke does. But, you know, we're not a ghost, unlike Luke. But, you know, just but that. It is, yeah, it is very relatable, and it has a very different like topics that anybody can relate to yeah and then reggie's parents and the arguing like it there's just something that each character has that you can resonate to yeah just be like yeah i just feel like that's very important especially nowadays and i just think it's super cool like that show really has i'm a really big music fan musical fan so I loved the show from the beginning, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was just, it's just such a cool show, it's just such a nice show. <laughs> I really hope we get a season two, that's all I can keep saying, until we get an I know, announcement, I, like, ugh. until we get a season two, hopefully, hopefully, like, if not, I'm fully prepared to, <laughs> to do something, like, yeah, and then hopefully, if I get a, if I, if we get a season two, I can be able to do this again with more phantoms and hopefully let them also talk about the episodes. That's dope. That is cool. But yeah, Netflix, please, you should take too long. You're taking longer than the body counting room. Like, just hurry it up, please. I need to know you're taking too long. It's scary. I hope I did not get this emotionally invested for no reason, in the show yes. for it to be canceled. Like I have all this merch, I have all this everything. Yeah. Be like I'm way too emotionally involved to be so unsatisfied that it got canceled that I would have to make like fan fictions to satisfy whatever I got left off. Like I need, I need it to be a season two. It just, I feel like even if it doesn't get canceled, it's happened before where fans have rioted enough. Mm-hmm. and make enough noise for other networks to adopt it so in the unfortunate event when that does happen I definitely feel like the Julie and the Phantoms fandom has that voice to be wound up enough where another network catches that and hopefully adopts the show like we're gonna eventually have to deal with a scene where we got to deal with the boys' death anniversary mm-hmm. which it's gonna be crippling and so sad and I'm prepared for a graveyard scene or how I'm not sure if they bury them I'm not sure if they cremated them whatever I'm just ready for like sad in-depth scenes about it because I feel like we're eventually going to get to an episode where they're going to either like I said that or the anniversary of Julie's mom's death 
Oh, yeah. Like, now we're just going to be, like, you know, going to be bullying episodes. I'm just so glad that Alex wasn't just like, leave me alone. I never <laughs> want to talk to you again. Now they broke my heart. But, like, he was a little bit upset. And I generally felt that Willie was generally upset seeing Alex in pain like that. Yeah. From the jolts and all that. And I just, like, I feel like he... The reason why he took that bus and drove it all the way out there was just for a reprimand. I definitely feel like the loop moving forward is going to be a lot more protective of Alex when it comes to terms to Willie. Mm-hmm. Just because he, he doesn't want to see him get hurt. But at the same time, he wants to be cautious about uh, his connection through Caleb. Yeah. Since, you know, Caleb owns his soul. Oh, that would have been crazy. What if Caleb would just possess Willie? Could a ghost possess a ghost? <sighs> That would be interesting too to see. He chose Nick, so let's see what's gonna happen. <laughs> that means that's gonna mean that Nick has to get a lot, a very much closer to Julie. Yeah. Because it's not like he can act like he can talk to the boys. He can't pull up in Nick's body like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Like, <laughs> yep. Hey, you can't see us. That's true. Yeah. I just can't wait for the scene whenever we Luke finds out that. uh that Julie hallucinated an entire dance scene between them in the duet. Yes. <laughs> That's gonna be a funny scene. Like, I accidentally, well, I was dancing with Nick, but like, I had a whole dream sequence in my head. <laughs> About you. And, and like, you were dressed up and I was dressed up and we were like in this ballroom thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be like, alright, okay. No, I think he would enjoy that. He'd be like, oh, you were thinking well, about like, me. Yeah, I can just imagine it. Like, how you doing? I see it a lot now. How you doing? We need to make it even better. We need to have Luke have a whole hallucination scene between <laughs> Julie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect timing. It's so nice. I so love awesome. it. And the fact Let's that they wrote it. it. Yeah, they wrote it. That's amazing. Nope. I hope they get the chance to do that in season two. Yeah, yeah. I definitely like. I like seeing cast write songs. Like I remember, um, High School Musical, Musical Series, Just for a Moment was written by Joshua Bassett and yeah. Olivia Rodrigo. I love Just for a Moment in the original. Like some of the original lyrics, they change for the show. Like I love it. I just love seeing like the fact that nowadays they're trusting actors more and more to what they can do in the project in terms of like maybe like a lyric change yeah or uh or making writing a song i hope that if there is a season two i want there to be an announcement by the band singing this band is back <gasps> yeah everybody thought that was gonna happen in hawaii <laughs> yeah i remember back when they were on the hawaii trip oh yep. my gosh back when this show was a little bitty baby i know it's the crazy the fandom was a baby yeah, so I think I have to get going soon, but if you want to shout out your Instagram, TikTok, or anything, you can go ahead. Okay. Hi guys, once again, my name is Key. Um, I make TikToks, mostly I make a lot of Julie the Bam TikTok, and my TikTok is at KidFlashCreates. Um, yeah, you can just go check it out, and you'll probably just see a lot of Julie the Phantom stuff. I make a lot of theme videos, a lot of POVs. Um, anything that's fun or depressing, I make, um, doing the fans-wise. If you guys would check it out, that's cool. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast and talking to me about this episode and just Julie and the Phantoms in general. Thank you so much for allowing me to come on this podcast and talk about this. 
I loved it. You were a very good host. Thank you. <laughs> Talk to you soon. So have a good one. All right, you too. Adios. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Anchor. It's a free app and website that has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is it for today's episode. If you like the podcast and want to hear more, subscribe to Anchor or Spotify and be sure to go rate and review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to come talk to me, my Instagram is at fangirltalkpodcast. I also have a Twitter now and it's at fangirltalkpod. New episodes come out every other Thursday at 11 a.m. and I will talk to you lovely soon. This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. The baskets are coming in bunches for Brooklyn. Stay tuned for more. The thing about comparing rates at Progressive.com is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about comparing rates at Progressive.com. We probably don't even need the words comparing rates anymore to remind you that seasoning steaks at progressive.com is an easy way to save on car insurance or that swimming in trousers helps you find the lowest rate and that's the thing about foraging for truffles you've heard a lot of ads about standing tiptoe on a cinder block compare rates and <clears throat> sing softly to a wounded field mouse and save at progressive.com progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates comparison rates not available in all states or situations by trading for James Harden, the Brooklyn Nets created a big three, teaming the NBA assist leader with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And while injuries have limited the trio's court time together, the Nets now have the league's most potent offense and are the betting favorite to win the East. This ABC Sports Update was brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save an average of $668. Wendy's has got a new sandwich on the menu. And its name is the Crispy Panko Fish Sandwich. Wild-caught Alaskan Pollock layered with flaky crispy panko, dill tartar sauce, and cheese. It's definitely a catch for your taste buds. Limited time only at participating Wendy's.